On this episode of Putting Attention to Intention, we talk about our fear of being alone and the masks that we wear to blend into and feel a part of a community. If you knew that you were protected and never really alone, what would you say? What would you do? How would you show up in the world? That's what we're talking about today. Being aware of the masks that we wear, placing them down, finding the courage to be who we really are, and allowing the universe to connect with us and let us know that there is a plan beyond our own. Join me now. Welcome to our community, friends. I am thrilled that you found your way here. If you're feeling frustrated, unfulfilled, as if you're just going through the motions of life, you have made your way to the right place. My name is Megan Miller, culture warrior who is intrinsically curious with a passion for purposeful community and someone who at one point was sleepwalking my way through life. Together, we will share small, practical steps that will help you maximize how you show up in the world to create a life that you're passionate about. Welcome to Putting Attention to Intention. I remember as a little girl going to church with my grandmother, and it was very stiff and rigid, actually very much like her. (laughs) And I can even remember the smell of it. I would dread it, having to sit there, be still, get the shh, remember those as a kid? And I passed the time by counting the ceiling tiles. I I remember it like it was yesterday, having to literally be in your Sunday best. I couldn't mess up my hair. I had to sit there properly. And even as an adult, that that's not fun. So I can imagine as a kid, right? And I remember endlessly thinking, when will this be over? And I really think that that's what set the path for my spiritual beliefs for a long period of time. And listen, I I didn't have any beef with God. I just felt that I didn't need to sit in a pew to be considered a good person or that that's what would get me to the pearly gates. You know, hell, as as a kid in our neighborhood growing up, some of the most, you know, shitty people I knew went to church. So I just felt that, 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 that didn't define me. Right. And, and for the longest time, I really steered clear of the topic on my beliefs of God, heaven, universe, take your pick on what name you want to use. Because I myself was navigating through what it meant to me and where it fell into place in my life, not how everyone thought that I should have this spiritual connection. When asked the question, my universal knee-jerk reaction, like I was a politician 
would always be, I believe in a higher power. And it was so textbook, so politically correct. I felt no connection to it. That is until recently. As I've been navigating through my own personal journey and being aware of these air quote drawers of my life. And if this is your first time joining us, um, well, one, thank you for being here. But but two, uh, I like to say, think of your life like a dresser. Each drawer needs attention. And one of these drawers of life is spirituality. As I've become more aware of this drawer and I've been giving it more attention, I have, I have felt protected, if you will. Like, I know that I'm not alone and that the universe has my back. And I wish I could give you some equation or something tangible so you knew this feeling. It's just this unshakable feeling. And that, my friends, is what I want to talk to you about today. We have such this scarcity of being alone, being left by our tribe, you know, that we wear these masks to fit in. And my friends, we can never be alone because the universe has our back. And when you're open to receiving it, you'll receive signs confirming that. It's interesting how we turn to spirituality in time of need. And in the same time, it's amazing what will show up in your life if you're open to hearing and receiving these messages. I had saw this in my parents after my brother had passed away. Part of their healing journey was going to church, feeling connected to something higher And it was very healing for them. I mean, I remember one point, my mom going to be with the nuns almost daily. And it had worked for them. But for me, my feeling and and my healing was feeling connected to Ryan by sharing his story, helping others with their struggles, you know, donating time to suicide prevention. So another family wouldn't have to go through what my family went through. So I say that to say everyone heals in their own way. There's no right or wrong. As I've gone through critical life moments, I've felt a connection to the universe, source, God, whatever you want to call it. And after doing a meditation with Gabby Bernstein, which if you're just starting to get into meditations, I have to do guided ones because my brain just won't, won't shut the hell up. So guided ones are the only ones that really work, work for me, at least now. And she does these great five minute, just guided manifestation meditations on YouTube. Check them out. It's free five minutes. Um, so I've been doing this every morning as, as part of my spiritual journey and connection to myself. And on one episode, see, she suggests that in the morning when you're journaling to thank the universe, your spirit guides and, and say, what do you want me to know? And then just write. And I just started doing this. And it's like my own little spiritual prayer in the morning. I know it sounds stupid as shit but try it. 
And another prong of this, another avenue is I, I've recently started asking the universe to give me signs. So it might look something like this, you know, uh, if I'm on the right path, show me a deer. And it's interesting. I just kind of picked it like the deer just kind of came to my mind. No special reason. And then I come to find out that seeing a deer means that your spirit guides are with you. Hello, universe sending me a message. And both times I've asked the universe to send me these signs of deers if I'm on the right path. It has delivered. There are signs that the universe has your back and it's all around us. When you stop white knuckling the wheel of life, things start to show up for you. In my life, that came with Michael. When I finally started to love myself and I took the pressure off of finding love, my soulmate showed up. And we have a whole episode around this idea called Taking Your Hand Off the Reel. The content is really relevant to what we're discussing here. So if you haven't dialed into that, please do so. How many times in your life have you said, thank God that didn't happen? We can often get so caught up in a certain situation that we think we want it when it's really not the best thing for us. I could be here with you guys all day (laughs) and possibly night sharing stories about how I say, and I can laugh now, but at the time I wasn't laughing that I dodged a bullet. I was just talking to a girlfriend about this one. One, here's one example. My last relationship ended. He had broken up with me and I thought that I was such a loser. I was devastated. You hear my friends were getting married, having kids And I couldn't even keep a relationship together. Little did I know that this was the best thing that could have happened to me as it spurred my rebirth into myself. And it laid the groundwork for me to love myself and find my soulmate. This is one of my favorites. How many times have you said to someone, I was just thinking of you and they call. Or I was just about to text you and they send you a message. Another one, you get strong feelings to just let go or go with it. This overwhelming feeling that it'll all work out. You start to feel grateful for the smallest of things. That This just happened to me the other day and I loved it. I was walking into the office and through a park that I have walked through for, I don't know, four years And would typically be so busy in my head thinking about all of the things I had to do for the day that I never really enjoyed the walk in this beautiful park. And this was the first time that I noticed there's this beautiful white tree that was hugging a park bench. And I just thought to myself in that moment, Mother Nature, you are such a beaut. Isn't that the the best when you just find those little things and enjoy them? And lastly, despite fear around situations, they still turn out okay. My friend Mel Robbins likes to say that there is a one in 400 trillion chance of being you. By just even being born, you were meant to be here. 
if we knew that we were protected and never really ever alone, what would you say? What would you do? How would you show up in this world? We have such this fear of speaking up and speaking our truths because we are afraid that we'll be alone, excluded from the pack. And listen, I get that fully. It's part of our DNA. However, it gets to a point that we turn to these masks to fit in and we'll wear different masks depending on the expectation of that crowd or that person you're speaking to. And boy, I, mask wearing is something I did quite well. Being the chameleon that I was for a large piece of my life, I lived in mask mode. It makes me think of Jim Carrey from The Mask. Yeah, I, I had that mask on about 24-7. I would have this way of finding out who you wanted me to be, and I would be that person. No opinion, no thoughts that didn't match your own. And it could be something so simple, like asking me what I wanted for dinner or to pick out the restaurant. I would either say, oh, I don't know, or I would pick something that I knew you liked. Now, pre-Michael, this was even exaggerated in my dating life. If you liked football, oh my God, guess what? So do I. I'd even be watching the games on Sundays so I could talk to you about it. And, and guess what, guys? I, I don't like football. Do I like tailgating? Absolutely. Do I actually like to sit in the house and watch a Sunday football game? No. If you liked Mexican food, so did I. And guess what, guys? Do I like Mexican food? No. This became such a habit in my life that I stuffed down my opinion and thoughts for so long that I didn't even know what I believed. How many times has that shown up in your life? How are you masking the real you because you were afraid of being outcasted? How scared are we to speak the thoughts in our head because we're fearful of not belonging? My friends, I tell you this. Don't walk through life looking for clues that you don't belong because you'll always find them. When you feel a connection to a higher source, a higher power, like you are already connected to something larger than what we see every day, that, my friend, becomes your superpower. The universe gives us the ability to adapt. Look, I mean, hell, example one, look at what we've been through the past 18 months. Whatever life has and will throw at us, we can and we will adapt. And that, my friend, is just one of the ways that you are never alone. I was helping moderate a webinar last week, and it, it was all around the power of authenticity. And as I saw all of these messages flooding in the chat box around wanting to show up as who we are, but fearful to do so, it got me thinking about this conversation that I heard from Brene Brown, which is so relevant to what we're discussing here. Our worth and our belonging are not negotiated with other people. We carry that through our soul and our hearts. When you've betrayed yourself and you no longer belong to you and listen to people tell you what to believe, do, act, feel, the world can be a lonely place 
until you realize that it's within you. The only thing that matters is how you feel about yourself when you're by yourself. So your test this week is a two-parter. One, be aware of the mask that you're hiding behind in your life. And it can be as simple as putting on the music in the car that your partner likes or that your kids like or not vocalizing your opinion when you have one. Just be aware of how you're hiding your voice. Two, infuse some spirituality into your practice this week. It can be something as simple as doing a five-minute meditation or taking that three minutes in your morning journaling like I do and say, thank you, universe. I see you. I feel you. What do you want me to know? And listen, guys, I, I know it sounds cheesy. As I typed that, I almost laughed. But let me ask you this. What do you have to lose? I want to leave you with a quote from Gabby Bernstein in her book, Super Attractor, which if you're looking for um, a, a spiritual book that just talks about connection to the universe, this is a great one to start with. I I absolutely loved it and, it. and it allowed me to put my own spin on what I believe spirituality to be in connection to the universe. It's called Super Attractor by Gabby Bernstein. Check it out. So this quote that she has in her book When you're faced with challenges, know that there is a plan beyond your own. Allow yourself to feel supported and guided and know that you're making a major contribution to the world by choosing to live in the light. Each time you lift the veil and step into the light, the world shines brighter. Your presence is your power. Thank you for taking the time to be here and most importantly for taking the first step in investing in yourself. If you liked what you heard, please do share with your tribe. I'm a huge believer in the power of sharing content, especially when that message is around putting power back into your own life. I would love to hear from you all. If this episode meant something to you or you'd like to share something with our community, please reach out to me on Instagram, megan.b.miller. Also, if you feel inclined, please comment and rate the podcast. It does make a difference in sharing our community. Till next time, carry on with intention.